Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was so much fun in the mess. As a mom, you have to figure that out. How do you have fun within the mess? Because if you think every day is going to be perfect, you'll quickly learn it's not. You know, when the unexpected happens, are you still going to have fun? Hello, everyone. We are Greg and Jackie Francis, and welcome to High Performance Parenting, where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week, we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, <laughs> yeah, six, happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life. We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Welcome back, everyone. It's hard to take Greg don't serious just, right now. Don't just stare at me like well, that. <laughs> I just got done watching Greg get himself in the right mode to do this podcast, and it was Topic cracking me today up. is how do you do a podcast with an immature spouse? I would, I would be able to write a book in it. I would be able to write oh. a book of that. Well, you still have another book to write first there, Missy. Well, the second one about immature podcast spouse would come very easily to me. I see you want to write a book about me. It's amazing. <laughs> Go figure. You, see. you probably want to be on the cover. Figured, I always figured you'd want to one day. Yeah. <laughs> you'd want your picture on the cover. Gosh. So we're continuing our questions here, right? Mm -hmm. I do have a question for you. Why did the man put his money in the freezer? I have no idea. He wanted cold, hard cash. <laughs> I just want to know when this whole thing started and when it's going to end. And who... Who on our podcast uh, thought it was a good idea to suggest this? That's what I want to know. Nobody suggested it, honey. It's just me just using my own creativity. Yeah, let's stick to You're some, welcome. Let's stick to our lane and let somebody else stick to their lane. All right. Well, we are still on this question. Uh, what do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed with kids and you don't want to lose your temper? And then, you know, we've gone down. A, uh, the thing is, and I think people are probably realizing this, is that, um, that it's like... I feel like a lot of times a question almost has a desire for a quick response yeah, or like a quick one thing you can do. But like we're discussing here, high level anyways, it's like, this is something we've been building in and building in. And you got to just start building stuff in like schedules, you know, without schedules, I just feel like there's going to be like we discussed last time. So there's not clear expectations so then life conditions throw a monkey wrench in them almost daily, if not hourly. And that creates anxiety from the parent, right. from the kids. So you got this ball of anxiety going on, which then leads to overwhelm. And then you're just going to pop probably at some point. So trying to teach someone when things get to that level, how do you actually be really strong in that moment? Our philosophy is more like, let's do what we can to not let it get to that. Right. And if you haven't started schedules already, you can start at any age yeah, with your kids. For sure. Like, I mean, don't think, well, I didn't start when they first came home and now they're six. So yeah, they're I can't not, do they're this. not too far gone. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no. So don't just throw this episode doesn't apply to me because I have eight year olds. You know what I mean? Like that is not yeah. the truth at all. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to remind people like some of the suggestions we have. Yes, we might have started some of them earlier, but it's continuing them that matters. You know, it really is. So I hope you're taking some new, new notes on this because yeah. it really can help you at any stage of parenting. Yeah. 
And, you know, I was thinking about it when we were talking last time about just these chunks of time, you know, depending on the age your kids are, there's different schedule. And of course it's going to be in your book of what it's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, back to my book, right after <laughs> but, I do that other one. But, you know, like Hunter's got her nap schedule right now. And mm-hmm. obviously our, you know, 14 year olds don't have a nap schedule. However, we still have like downtime kind of scheduled pretty much every day or, you know, school kick up here a little yeah. bit with what we have them doing. And you, you have a very set schedule. I mean, we write it on the refrigerator. Yes. Everybody memorizes it. There's an expectation that you're going to do the work between this time and this time, you know, and, and I know I can plan work, you know, cause the, we're not going to be doing stuff as a family. I know when the kids aren't doing the, the school work. So I kind of try to get a lot of my work done while they're doing work. So then if we want to do a golf day or whatever, there's those windows. But you know, the thing that's interesting about it is, and here we are, we're teaching high performance parenting, right? I mean, right. that's the theme We're how to raise champion kids, not how to just raise average kids and barely escape parenting, you know, and kick them out of the house at 18. We're talking about equipping and raising high achieving champion kids, especially in a nutso world that we live in right now. But one of the things that we learn all the time that is so important for us as high achievers is time blocking. Correct. I mean, just think about it with all the distractions and all the noise today. I mean, like right now, if we didn't put our phones on sleep mode, they would be buzzing every few minutes, Correct. right? And it would be distracting because we'd be probably looking at it. It could be a, a notification, something It could be a text from someone. We have all these different things. We run multiple businesses. And so there's, there's opportunity for such low productivity and high anxiety all the time. If you don't time block everybody I've ever studied, that's a high achiever. They block times. They, they all do. They all, they all take, I'm only focusing on this thing for the next hour. You know, and then maybe it's a mental break because an hour is probably what I can get. And then it's another hour of something else. And without even really realizing we're doing this, this is what we've been teaching our kids. We've been teaching them how to time block, right? Right. And it's going to help them in the future. Yeah. And because of that, um, they're pretty good at it Mm -hmm. for their age, you know? Um, So a little bit about our schedule for our kids at this age. I mean, so we homeschool our Mm -hmm. children. Um, we, have we, the call most, it, we call it cool school. Yeah, it's called cool school. But, you know, we have the most amazing tutors that assist us and our children have been thriving. We've been doing this for like, I think, going on six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's that allows us to have the freedoms and the choices in our life. Clarity on homeschooling for a lot of people that have never done it before. I know there's a lot of fear around this because, you know, you think we as a parent, you think as a parent, how can you take this on or will you be good enough to be able to educate your kids and stuff? And, you know, we went through all those same fears. We'll do more podcasts on this topic. But um, the reality is we are more like the principal and superintendent, if you will. Yes. You know, we are the coordinators. We are the organizers. But we have positioned our kids with the right programs that they each learn individually the best with, with the right tutors that they can do Zooms with and everything else that really relate well to them. And we spend the money, we spend, we put the energy in so they can get a good, good education. We are careful about what they spend their time learning because there's a bunch of idiots out there that are literally trying to put anything in their own agenda down our kids, into our kids' minds at this young fragile states and it's just it's ugly it's ridiculous it's evil and so we're real careful on top of that we don't give our kids a lot of topics that waste their time yeah we we definitely are preparing our kids to um take over the world yeah Yeah. i mean like to you know just you know we are trying to think big picture and big kingdom picture really um with their giftings what we want to accomplish as a family and what we want to have our kids thrive in and because of that um even at their age now, they have learned how to time block. You yeah. know what I mean? They have really learned what works best for them. How, And they each grow and change differently. 
Each yeah. of them are individuals. A lot of times people have asked us, well, how do you keep them all on a schedule? I mean, my kid's personality isn't like that, or my kid doesn't really enjoy that kind of stuff. Or, And again, I, I just want to go back and remember what we were even saying is that I just feel like it's the best thing I can do is to be a responsible parent is to keep my kids on track so that they can thrive in every area. Yeah. And with that comes where they don't get to make choices because they're too young to understand the choices that they're trying to make right now. Well, well, having immature people in positions of leadership is a disaster. Mm-hmm, and you got to look at your kids. You know, if your kid's five, your kid wants to lead just because instinctually that's natural to want to try to grow and that's how they're created. But let's just face it. They're so immature. They don't, for us, they don't get to make the decisions. Right. You know what I mean? We, our house doesn't get run by five-year-olds or six-year-olds. Right. You know, we are the leaders here. That's our responsibility. You know, which means that we need to respond to our ability to lead regardless of what their opinions are because their opinions are very immature right now. Agreed. And so with that comes, you know, the understanding, again, of what we're trying to do big picture to in our life and what we're trying to accomplish every single day. So I just want to throw it out there to you guys that, you know, the whole point of like schedules and taking care of, you know, your family unit is to really be able to accomplish what God has put you on this earth to do. And with that for us to be able to do that, we're going to have schedules. We're going to have expectations. We're going to have situations where uh, we have to say no to certain things because it doesn't fit in our schedule. And there's going to be a kid or two that says, you know, I really wish we could have went and done this or something like that. And we have to have those conversations because it just isn't going to work out that day for us to do what you want. Now there's other days that they get to thrive and change and do what they want, but it all just depends on what is going on with what we're trying to ultimately achieve. And so, um, right now with like even the school schedules and stuff like that, you know, I mean, ideally I would love our kids not to have to deal with school every day. I know you would too, you know, it'd be great to be able to let them play and do their thing, but we still need to learn some stuff. Mm -hmm. We still need to move forward. You know, we, we still have to prepare for what the future has in store for them. And so, uh, we do, we have an awesome schedule that has worked out great. It's taken some time to adjust it, but honestly they they like it. You know, and, and they might yeah. not tell me, I love having a schedule, but what they do tell me is, gosh, mom, I want to tell you everything I learned today. Gosh, mom, I'm so excited about this topic. It, and they notice it when it's not like we're in summer right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there hasn't been a schedule for a little bit. Um, like there will be when school kicks back up here in another yeah. month or so. And you can see they're, they're getting a little bored, but just because they're getting bored doesn't mean we change everything. We got to get done no, to accommodate and to. cater to it. So in other words, I'm just making a point like, it's like when they when they get a free schedule, a freer schedule at the end of a school year, they're all like, this is amazing. But give them about three weeks. Now they're kind of like, okay. And we're like, hey, there's a lot of weeds that need to get pulled out in the <laughs> garden out there. I know you're really looking for something to do. So yeah. <laughs> they're like, dang. Darn <laughs> it all. Yeah. I didn't mean I was <laughs> we got, bored. We got kids cleaning your land rover right Yeah. Now. <laughs> you know, I got Abby working on the sprinklers in the yard right now. <laughs> so you have Abby and you have a sprinkler guy. So I'm not really sure what's happening right <laughs> now. In fact, I think they're they're working together yep. at this point, you know, but, and we'll talk about this later. I mean, we're jumping on topic so much, but they're all making money. Cause you know, we've taught them one of the ways you make money is find things that somebody else doesn't want to do and go do it well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, so they're out there making money right now. We're teaching them entrepreneurialism. They don't even know they're going through a class, but they are, yeah. but you know, you ended up last time talking about how important it is for parents to make sure they back each other with schedules. You know, yeah. you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, jump in. Cause I feel like, you know, it's definitely an area that, you know, women will come to me sometimes because typically, you know, in some situations they're home, you know what I mean? Or 
if if husband and wife is home, typically the wife though is attending the kids yeah. more so than some of the guys. And I'm not saying the guys aren't hands on, but sure. like I'm just saying that's typically the situation. Kids and mom are kind of hanging out quite a bit. And so with that though, um, moms can get exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the day we're spent. It feels like doing a lot of correction or cleanup or you know you know the stuff that you know, isn't always the fun, glamorous stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Now, are there fun things in there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was so much fun in the mess, right? There's fun in the mess. And as a mom, you have to figure that out. How do you have fun within the mess going on? Because if you think every day is going to be perfect, you'll quickly learn it's not, you know? Um, when the unexpected happens, are you still going to have fun in the mess? But with that also comes that you get exhausted from it. You know, if you're the one all day doing the cleanups and correcting the kids and telling them what they can and can't do and, and, and being the disciplinarian and getting them to naps and, and, and taking them the time to do all this stuff. And then, um, you know, dad comes in, like in our situation, and doesn't back mom and help her out and just pretends like either doesn't see what's happening or like doesn't take the time to say, how can I help you? Like, what does help look like to you? Yeah. Not just what I think it looks like, but what does it look like for you? Yeah. Or, you know, just jumps right into all the fun and never helping with any of the correction or any of the schedule. Like, yeah. no, you're going to go take a nap now. I'll take you up. Right. Mom's doing something else. You're going to be okay with this. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I mean, we need backing because it feels very much, even though you might not be a solo parent, you might feel like a solo parent. And, and it's a bigger topic than we'll probably handle today, but it is a good point, you know, especially in the infant years. I mean, it's such a natural tendency for mom to be the number one, right? I mean, I, I just know from experience, even as a dad, like, I don't, I don't know how to be the motherly nurturing kind of person, not really wired that way. You know, my main goal is always to make sure our family's provided for, make sure that we are financially taken care of, making sure that I'm handling all the other things that, you know, you don't have to handle while you're helping with the kid, you know what I mean? And so I can see how a mom, if she's been, you know, consumed by the littles, plus going through a lot of times healing after pregnancies and also just hormones, you know, and the whole change of life and everything for us like that. Too. Like everything changes. Change of life and, you know, you're with little people and not with adults as much and um, all that stuff. I mean, the the solution that we had, again, talking high performance parenting here, right? Was we worked out getting our finances in a place we could have helpers, you know? And what were the helpers job? Well, it was to do all the stuff that exhausts mom the most. You know, it's the making the meals. It's the doing the laundry and putting it away. It's the cleaning, um, running the basic errands, simple things, even like grocery shopping. I mean, there for a season when the kids were little, I mean, we had a full-time person that we paid good money to be in our house, you know, like a normal day job, like an eight to five kind of schedule. On top of that, it also, once we had someone trained up the way we wanted someone to help our kids, then we could actually even go somewhere once in a while and trust what was happening in our household, you know? So, you know, this is just another thing. Like schedules is one. Another one is get a helper. Like get somebody you can trust. Not just not just Aunt Sally who's going to come in smelling like she just pack, smoked four packs of cigarettes, you know, and maybe doesn't have the same kind of character and values you want to inject into your household because she's available because she's unemployed, 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but that's natural for a lot of people to do this kind of stuff. You know, sometimes maybe it's not even apparent if they're going to fight you on how you parent all the time because then it creates more anxiety in your household versus less. And so one was schedules because of the expectation. Number two, get a helper, you know, get a helper. And, and if you don't know how to do that, get a coach that actually has done this and they give you a lot of advice on this. And then the whole backing. How did you making yeah. sure you're backing each other? But like, you know, speaking to that point of backing each other, for sure. Like I had to back you with schedules. I can't just come home and be the fun dad when you got to, when the kid needs to go down for a nap, you know, I'm going to be like, okay, we'll play afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Or, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's even just, uh, uh you and I talking through like, okay, you know, I, I remember us having this conversation where, where uh, you were exhausted and, and for me to do a lot of what you would do, it just wasn't like, like, I don't even know how to do this with little babies. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to be this for little babies. But what do you really need? You know, I, I don't think it necessarily had to be me doing the things you needed. It just needed to be somebody so you could get a break. And we had to get an agreement and all that. That's where the helper thing came in, you know, et cetera. So, because, you know, I still had to take care of the stuff that we need to take care of as well. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Did I make you mad? Are you remembering? Are, are, are you remembering me dropping the ball? Yeah, maybe I was. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what we're gonna yeah, talk about we, tonight. We're gonna talk about later on <laughs> the podcast that won't be aired. Got it. <laughs> People would probably actually enjoy it, though. Yeah. You well, know, just re- but your little button wouldn't work later. Then boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> be a wah wah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, wrapping up this topic, um, you know, so scheduling, finding helpers, learning how to back each other. Okay. We kind of talked about that one from the last question that came in the podcast prior. And then probably the fourth one, if you want to touch on real quick before we wrap this up, you know, how about diet? Yeah. You mean, you mean for the kids you're saying? Well, again, we're talking about a high anxiety situation in a household. What creates anxiety? Well, what's one thing that makes your kids a little bit even more less likely to fit into a schedule or less likely to be, to listen well, you know, I mean, to what makes them more likely to act up or to have high highs and low lows. What does that more than lack of sleep and wrong diet? Right, right. You know, how many, how many, how many families have we helped coach this area about like, what, what are your kids eating? You know, oh, my kid is just so hyperactive all the time. My kid is so this, this, but what, what are you feeding them? Right. Right. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think, again, it's one of those things that, you know, everyone has to kind of sit down and discuss what works for their family. You know, for ours, we're more, more of a healthier family, you know, not perfect again, like, at, you know, by any means. But we really believe in, you know, really taking care of ourselves. And, um, and that starts with healthy food choices for our children, mm-hmm. you know, and with that um, comes making sure that they are being fed foods that actually will fill them up and sustain them so that they actually can feel the energy from their food so they can go do their day. What it isn't for us is lots of sugars, fast food, processed food, that kind of stuff that doesn't really work for our diet or for the children's diet. I know how it used to make me feel, you know, before we got educated on this kind of stuff. I can't imagine what it makes other kids feel. Mm. Um, 
and, and being aware of the amount of different kinds of foods that they are eating and what they should not be eating. You know, I, I'm just a big believer that, you know, we want to make healthy choices for ourselves. We have taught our kids early on that, you know, we don't want to be unhealthy in all aspects of our lives because God blessed us with this amazing body. Yep. We need to respect this body and we need to take care of this body. And for us, that looks like really um, eating to the best of our ability on a daily basis with a healthy diet. And for us, that's, you know, fruits, vegetables, you know, obviously meats and stuff like that. But it's also not having so many sugars in our diet where a kid feels like they are bouncing off a wall. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have pop in our house. We don't do those kind of things or juice boxes and stuff like that. That's just not what we do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Too much junk in them. For yeah. us, we just really feel like on a daily basis, let's pick healthier choices. So that way when we go out and do things and you want to have you know, you know, a special occasion, you might have some stuff out when we're out at dinner or with people. Yeah. It all kind of averages itself out and we don't have to worry about it. So because of that, we've just found that our kids are like, they listen better. You know what I mean? They are more aware of, you know, their sleep habits because they are definitely eating better, you know, and they're sleeping better. They're going, you know, I mean, just as simple as they don't have things they're trying to combat all the time. So mm -hmm. if they do get a symptom of some sort, you know, if you have the wrong kinds of foods in your body, your body's not strong enough to be able to actually protect you against it, mm -hmm. let alone fight it once it's in your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we truly believe in like tons of healthy choices, like water versus juice. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll go down the road in this cause it's a good episode to do just on diet down it the is. road, I think with some of these you know, simple, basic concepts. But, you know, one last thing I'll say before we wrap this up, sort of time is, you know, I think it's also been a great thing how you have also organized not just the types of food we eat, but also a schedule for eating. Right. Goes you know? back to the schedule, right? It does. But it's, again, it's consistency. <laughs> it's like when we have all these busy things, they know what time they have to wake up. Like they don't get to just bring their food in and, and scrambling to start homeschool stuff. You know, no. they, they, you got to get up at a certain time when we teach them how to manage themselves to do it, you know, depending on the age they're at, right? right. They're young, then we're doing it. But, you know, like with our kids now, the older they are, they all have to get themselves up out of bed. And if you want a little slow time to be able to eat breakfast, then that's up to you. Set your alarm 30 minutes earlier that's and right. you take ownership of that, you know, but, but if we you don't set get to just skip meals either. So if not, we will set it for you. You don't get to just oversleep and say, well, I'll just eat at lunch. Cause uh -huh. there's no, cause we also know that what, how that affects them when they're trying to yeah. go into their school day. Right. You know, they have to be able to have something that really is going to keep them energized for yeah. the day. So anyways, good stuff to talk about for the Yeah, it's really road. good. Yeah. It's good. Okay. We'll hit on all this more. It's so hard. We, we do little nuggets. We got to yeah. get... I'm kind of nervous to turn the microphone off because I feel like you're oh, going to so you just... give, give me a correction after this. So. <laughs> you just want to keep talking. Let's just you? keep... This is the longest episode we have. <laughs> just keep talking because oh, I know how nice you are in this podcast. <laughs> well, they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> but I did apparently. Always. God, hate that feeling when you don't know what it is. Oh, you're going to pull that card. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world. To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time. Bye.